This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Pets Aloud, brought to you by the Lost Dogs Home on Joy 94.9. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Pets Aloud, Joy's very own show about pets brought to you by the Lost Dogs Home. Thank you to the Checkpoint team for keeping us updated on what's been happening in the gaming world. I'm Kristen and I'll be with you until five today and I'm not alone. Joining me to talk all things pets and animals is Sharon, Fundraising Administration Manager at the Lost Dogs Home. Sharon, a big welcome back. It's been a long time since you've joined us in the Joy Studios. It has been. Um, Thanks for having me back though, Kristen. Good to be here. And especially for this show as well, we've got a very exciting one coming up today. And um, it's been a busy week around the home, hasn't it? As, as it always is. It, it, yeah, it has. It's been very, very busy. Um, it may be cold, but we're still seeing all those cats coming in. So it doesn't seem to be slowing down much there. Absolutely. I think between North Melbourne and Compassby, we have about 100 cats up for adoption at the moment, which is a lot, all it, looking for new homes. It, it is. So just remember how warm their fur is, everyone. Oh. Um, when it, These cold nights, there's nothing better than a, a nice warm cat. That's it. When you chilling out on the couch having a nice cat on your lap to pat and to love you as well exactly um and we do have some uh exciting news about an event that's coming up uh for cats uh for our adoptable cats that we will share with you a little bit later on the show so definitely stay tuned for that especially if you might be thinking about getting a new cat or kitten you will not want to miss what is coming up Now, on last week's show, we took a walk down memory lane and revisited some of our favourite Pets Aloud segments. Indeed, from wet noses to wagging tails, we love talking about all things pets and animals. We've aired hundreds of shows and segments, so it hasn't been easy selecting a few favourites to highlight. But following on from last week's Best of Pets Allowed special, today we're going to flash back to a few more Pets Allowed moments that really stood out for us. And yeah, it definitely has been hard because it's almost like every week is a highlight for me doing this show. Oh, there's just so many good things happening. Um, but I, I have to say, I just the, the, the opportunity to, to share all the, the amazing things that happens at the home. There's so many good things, so many sort of amazing people there. I, I think it's just great having the opportunity to share that with people definitely i especially love as well when we talk about animals who have had a rough start you know especially ones who have had surgeries and who have gone through foster care and have been through the behavior program as well just that whole journey from when they first came in and seeing that transformation and being able to tell people about that is is the best can't be the happy ever after exactly and on that note as well i love um, when we get to chat to people who have adopted pets from the home and just hearing how they're going in their new homes. Oh, and yeah, you just hear yeah, him so much love and warmth and how lives have changed both for the people and for the animal that they've taken Ab- on. It's- absolutely. And, you know, people often say the animal has impacted their lives more than they feel that they have impacted the animal's life, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you hear that so often. And I know it's it's true for me with um, with, with dogs and cats that I've taken on. Um, they, they bring me, I think, a lot more than I bring them. That's it's it. And wonderful. They, they repay you for the rest of their lives as well. Just the love never ends Ex- with, with a pet. Exactly. Dog, cat, rabbit, guinea pig, whatever. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm pets a big, are just the big best. guinea pig fan too. Oh, they're so cute. <laughs> I love guinea pigs. 
And um, we do have lots of fun and heartwarming uh, interviews in store for you on today's Best of Pets Allowed Part 2. So here's what's coming up. Um, A couple of years ago, Pets Allowed presenter Kevin adopted Terrier Cross Sprocket from the Lost Dogs Home. You'll hear how the energetic little fella is going in his new forever home. And it's an age-old argument which makes a better pet, dogs or cats. We put it to the people. Team members from around the home will tell us whether they're a dog person or a cat person and why. Um, And when you hear the words pet training, you probably think of dogs, right? Well, turns out our feline friends are also very smart and keen to learn. Dr. Trefina Hunter from the Lost Dogs Home is going to share some tips on training our cats. And do you celebrate your pet's birthday? You're not alone. From pet parties, pup cakes and presents, our fellow Lost Dogs Home team members and Joysters are going to tell us what they do to celebrate their pet's special day. So we've got all that to come, plus our news wrap, pet of the week and dog dates that are all coming up soon. We all love puppies. And kittens, of course. But no one likes unexpected surprises. Help us help reduce the number of unwanted kittens and puppies who grow into abandoned and surrendered cats and dogs. Desex your pet. July is National Desexing Month and you can have your cat or dog desexed at a discounted rate. Find out if your local vet is involved. Visit the National Desexing Network at ndn.org.au and make a difference today. Joy is proud to support this community message. The Pets Allowed News Wrap. A look at the news of the week from the Lost Dogs Home. Now, our first news item of the week uh, is for desexing because uh, July is National Desexing Month and desexing our pets prevents accidental litters that add to the already high number of homeless animals in our community. But research shows that desexing also has a lot of health benefits for our dogs and cats. Now, despite info promoting the benefits of desexing, it is still an area that does have a lot of misconceptions. So to mark the beginning of National Desexing Month, we are busting five of the most common desexing myths. uh, And these were put together with the help of our very own Dr. Alan Bolton. Okay, so myth one, desexing will change my pet's personality. Well... If your pet's personality does change in any way after desexing, it's generally for the better. They become easier to train, calmer, and won't suffer the frustrations of constantly wanting to mate. And myth two, desexing will make my pet become overweight and lazy. So desexing your pet absolutely does not cause them to become overweight or lazy. Just like humans, this only happens as a result of poor diet and a lack of exercise. So feeding your pet the right amount of quality food and giving them exercise will help keep them happy and healthy. Indeed. Now, Myth three, I have a male pet, so I don't need to neuter him. Now, the majority of pets interesting that end up at animal shelters are intact males. Intact males can become incredibly frustrated when the need to mate hits them, resulting in them escaping or developing behavioural issues. Desexing helps them manage those issues, and desexing your pet at a younger age also helps reduce the possibility of him developing conditions such as testicular cancer or prostate disease. And myth four, it's healthier to let my pet have a litter before they are desexed. So vet uh, evidence actually suggests that breeding your female pet is more likely to cause her harm. So a female who's not desexed is much more susceptible to cancers and diseases of the reproductive organs and not to mention problems with birth itself, which can be problematic and result in very expensive surgical bills as well. Exactly. And talking of money, myth five, desexing is too expensive. I guess surgery for your 
pet can be expensive, but if you budget for the cost of caring for a litter of kittens or puppies, you'll find the expenses can quickly add up that way instead. To give you an idea of the cost, have a look at the home's estimates on budgeting for a dog or a cat. And you can find that online at dogshome.com. Now, our Frank Samways Vet Clinic is participating in National Desexing Month, offering discounted desexing for dogs and cats. Uh, and that is for anyone who holds a pension, healthcare or concession card. Um, and we do understand that desexing can be out of reach for some pet owners. And to help, we have uh, we recently launched our mobile desexing unit, Maddie, which is offering low-cost cat desexing across communities uh, around Melbourne. Uh, and you can find out more info on Maddie at dogshome.com. And now moving on to our second news item. Exactly. A very exciting one, this. Um, our pop-up cat adoption event is coming to Cranbourne. Um, now, if you've been watching our website uh, and Facebook, you will have seen that cats are absolutely the ultimate lazy best friend. And we have cat condos full of friendly felines who would rather be lazing around on your couch. So to help our cats and kittens find new homes and to help you find your new lazy best friend, we're bringing the cats out to you. Our mobile pet care unit, Maddie, is heading out to Cranbourne for the first ever pop-up cat adoption event. And that will be happening on Saturday the 30th of July between 10am and 4pm. And it can be found at 920 Thompsons Road, Cranbourne West 3977. So we will be halving the adoption fees for all cats, um, adult cats, down to 47.50, And for kittens as well, down to $90 at the pop-up adoption event. And senior cats will also be available to adopt for a donation of your choice. All cats and kittens are health-checked, desex, microchipped and vaccinated, which is all included in the very low adoption fee. And for a small donation, you'll also receive a starter pack of goodies to help settle your new cat or kitten into your home. Maddie um, is a fantastic outreach tool that's allowing us to come out into your community and uh, make a real impact where, where it's needed most. And uh, David Cunliffe, our general manager, has you know, told us about the, the difference she's making um, and the big success that Maddie has been on our mobile desexing events. And being so, such a versatile unit means we can take it out and do the adoptions uh, as well. Absolutely. And as we mentioned just before the break, there are more than... 100 cats and kittens up for adoption at the home and we want to help them find loving families and show the community why adoption is the best option and um, that southeastern corridor around the city of Casey and Cranbourne is a huge growth area as well. Exactly. We know there are many people in Casey and surrounding communities who can give wonderful homes to uh, to some of those cats and kittens that really need somewhere to be. We've got a huge variety of cats and kittens available to adopt at the event and so many different personalities. There's certainly going to be one to suit everyone that's interested. So if you're looking for a new cat or kitten, come on down to the pop-up cat adoption event and let us help you find your lazy best friend. And we will remind you again of this event on next week's show as well. But if you want to check out our cats and kittens up for adoption you can visit dogshome.com and speaking of which let's introduce you to a couple of very special cats who are looking for a new home this week's pet of the week Okay, so this week we're going to open the curtain on our pet, well, pets of the week. Uh, Chevy and Waldo, uh, we're bringing you today uh, to 
darling little cats so I'm looking at them uh, or their picture here uh, one of them's three one of them's two um, one's a grey tabby uh, Chevy is a grey tabby and white and Waldo is a silver tabby and white uh, both short haired uh, so not quite so much grooming involved um, they've made an amazing bond so we really want them to have a home together but they just love to cuddle up together keep themselves groomed and clean so um, nice and low maintenance big outgoing personalities they'll be a wonderful home for you um, so their ID you can pick up 1013102 and 1012623 now you can um, find out more about Chevy M Waldo by visiting dogshome.com or give our Compassby shelter a call on 54803005 if you're looking to adopt from the home please do give the shelter a call first just to make sure the pet you're interested in is still there at the time and isn't going through the adoption process already. Now regular listeners of our show will remember Sprocket, a terrier cross who's full of love and life and was adopted by our very own Kevin. This is Pets Allowed on Joy 94.9 and today we're taking a walk down memory lane and revisiting some of our favourite Pets Allowed segments. Now regular listeners of our show will remember the Sprocket Diaries, a regular segment where Kevin would give us updates or pup dates on his beloved dog Sprocket who was adopted from the Lost Dogs home. Indeed, Sprocket is a lovely little dog as well as a family companion. He's also a fantastic ambassador for shelter pets. He comes along to some of our community events and lets people see firsthand that shelter pets are friendly, loving and very smart. So let's flap back to the start of the year when Kevin dropped in to tell us how Sprocket was going and tell us about his growing doggy clan. So it's been two years now since you adopted Sprocket. How is he going? Uh, Sprocket's amazing he is only about two and a half years old but he's a grumpy old man and it's really cute he's got a real great personality and he just really slotted perfectly into our household i remember like two years ago it was around this time obviously when i saw him first in the shelter and just absolutely fell in love cinder we brought in to meet him that first day and he was being a little inappropriate because he'd only just been desexed but um she t- she quickly told him off and taught him to be a bit friendlier and, and you know, not as inappropriate. Um, they get along really well and, and they play all the time. So, yeah, he's definitely uh, doing really well. And plus, he's a good trick dog. So, he's been out performing at public expos and demos um, and aged care facilities as well. He is a little bit of a superstar, I have to admit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's look, and he's always willing to perform, except when it's hot, and then he gives up, and then he just says, you know, he sits there and he's like, "I'm not going to do tricks today, Dad, because it's too hot," and that's just cute. So, he's a pretty um awesome example as well of of showing to people that shelter dogs, you know, do make great pets and they can be trained, and you know, they're just an amazing part of a family like they can make an amazing part of the family yeah absolutely so every time i take sprocket out and perform with him i make sure that people know that he is from a shelter um i tell them his story you know he was found wandering on the streets by himself when he was about five months or seven months old um obviously we don't know how he got out but i think he dug out because he quickly kept digging up our backyard and you know now he's he's performing you know he's a performer he performs at aged care facilities you know and they absolutely love it and when you talk about the fact that there are so many dogs that come from shelters and there are so many dogs that are in shelters they can be amazing pets 
Now, testament to that is you've actually added another addition to your growing canine family. Can you tell me a little bit about Bonnie? Yep. So Bonnie is about four months old now. I added up the other day how old she actually was because I (laughs) forgot. I keep thinking she's younger. She came into our family. We fostered her mum, who was heavily pregnant when she was surrendered to the shelter, gave birth to six puppies, fostered them for eight weeks, and then decided that we couldn't get rid of all of them. Um, The other ones have all been adopted along with mum as well. Um, And Bonnie, Sprocket actually didn't like Bonnie to start off with. I think he (laughs) he was a little unsure of what she was and he was a little bit scared of her, but he secretly loved her. And mm. you can tell that now because he um, is so obsessed with Bonnie like, and she's obsessed with him, you know, and they spend so much time playing together and rolling around together and really enjoying their time. Um, you know, they play body face all the time and everything like that. So it's, it's really cute to watch. So all three of your dogs, Sprocket, Cinder and Bonnie are shelter dogs. So clearly that's something that's really important to you is, is adoption. Can you tell me some of the reasons why it's so important to you? I guess because you sort of see working in a shelter, how many dogs are coming into the shelter every single day and how many dogs are bred in backyards and puppy farms and that kind of thing. And there's just so many dogs that are looking for new homes that are relinquished by their owners that are surrendered or come in stray and just not picked up that, you know, we don't need to be continuously breeding. You know, we, we have a lot of dogs that are looking for places to live. They are lovely dogs. They're not damaged. They're not broken. You know, they're just, they come there with no, through no fault of their own usually. And I think, you know, my dogs are all a real testament to that in in that they're all lovely, happy, healthy dogs who are incredibly smart, incredibly well trainable and loving members of the family. Kevin, thanks for giving us an update today about Bonnie and Sprocket and also talking to us a little bit about Cinder as well. Thanks. That was our fellow Pets Lab presenter, Kevin, giving us an update on his beloved dogs, Sprocket, Cinder and Bonnie, all very beautiful dogs. I've met all of them and have had lots of cuddles with them. I know they are. They're all very cuddly, aren't they? And one of the most rewarding parts of our job at the Lost Dogs Home is hearing these updates on our former shelter residents and how they're thriving in their new homes. <coughs> so if you've adopted a pet from the Lost Dogs Home... If you want to share your adoption story, do send us an email, lostdogshome at joy.org.au we would love to hear from you exactly you should feel really proud of opening your home and heart to a shelter pet and shout about it from the rooftops by showing people how wonderful your pet is you might even encourage someone to adopt a shelter pet of their very own and there are so many in need of a new home as well so spreading the word is definitely a good thing now coming up next we are going to explore the all-important question for all animal lovers are you a dog person or a cat person and why definitely not an easy one to answer so up next we're going to put it to the people this is pets allowed on joy 94.9 let joy help find your voice applications are now open for joy's radio training course training course Want to boost your self-confidence? Maybe present a show on something you're passionate about? Or perhaps you want to be the next big thing on radio? Joy's training course is a great way to get started. Courses in August are now open. Places are limited and filling fast. Head to joy.org.au for more info and apply today. Joy 94.9, your voice, your radio station. 
this is Pets Aloud on Joy 94.9 and today we're looking back at some of our favourite Pets Aloud moments. Now most of us has probably been asked whether we prefer dogs or cats. For some of us the answer is easy but for others we just cannot bear to choose. Mm, no exactly because there's absolutely no denying that they're both very special in their own unique ways. But one thing they do have in common though is that they both give us unconditional love. So let's flash back to earlier this year when we asked team members from around the Lost Dogs home that age old question are you a dog person or a cat person and why are you a dog person or a cat person and why I would say I'm definitely a dog person, mostly because a dog is always really happy to see you. A dog is always super excited when you get home. Um, I find that more so than with cats. They really have unconditional love for you. Not that cats don't, but maybe it's more obvious with dogs. And also I find that I'm a very active person, so I I like to run um, and get out and about and do lots of things. And obviously you can involve a dog in all those sorts of activities. I'm a cat person because I love their funny nature and the way that they always have to sit on my books or my laptops. I love dogs and cats equally. They're different animals and they have unique personalities, but they love you the same. I am most definitely a dog person, mostly because of the love and loyalty that they show you. Um, The fact that a dog is always wanting to please you. The dog always has their attention on you and wants to do stuff for you and is always happy to see you whenever you get home. I'm a cat person. I was a dog person until I got a cat. Since having a cat changed my life and it's just their personalities, their quirky little traits. They're hilarious. I could watch my cat all day and laugh about her the whole day. Um, Definitely dogs because they're more affectionate and more bubbly and, you know, more huggable and everything, yeah. I grew up with cats. Um, We had two cats and one dog, but we had cats for much longer when I was a kid. I haven't had cats for the last 12 years. I've just had dogs, but in the last couple of years, I've obtained two cats and now I'm very much both. Definitely a cat person. Um, I just think they're really cool. I think that they're a bit misunderstood. I enjoy their quirky personalities. Yeah, I think cats are awesome. I love both, I keep both, but I think my heart really is with cats. I adore their arrogance and independence. Um, I just really admire it. I kind of love the way that they are in charge of me. You know, we think we own a cat, but we never do. I'm definitely a dog person and it's I think it's mainly just because they're so social and happy to interact with you all the time and, and all your friends and family, uh, they tend to endear them as well. Oh, I absolutely adore them both, but I'm working in the cat enrichment program because I've got two beautiful cats at home that came from the Lost Dogs home and they just melt my heart. So I've become probably fractionally more of a cat person just based on having those two gorgeous girls at home. That was team members from around the home trying to settle the age-old question, are you a dog person or a cat person? Sharon, do you know the answer to that question for you? I know it's really hard to answer. Yeah, and sometimes it just depends on which part of the day. Um, I think I actually featured in that, and I, I will stick by my my I'm a cat person. I think at the end of the day, that's you know where I really, really have the the, the passion of great, greatly admire cats. But uh, I must admit, I do. Uh, it's my dogs that I say goodbye to at the front door every morning. So, hey, probably a bit of both. Well, the cats are probably <laughs> off sleeping, doing their own thing. It, exactly, yeah. <laughs> exactly. They don't wave me off in the same way the dogs do. Well, see, I always had cats growing up. I, I was 21 when we got our first dog. 
but I've always been a dog person. We've always had dogs in the family. And I think why is because I like being part of that community, going out for walks, seeing other people and saying hey and saying hello to their dogs. I wouldn't normally do that if I was out walking by myself. I wouldn't go and chat to people, but the dog is kind of a common... I don't know a common passion, I guess. Yeah, no, no, I think that's that's very true, and uh, and it can make you very very sociable. And yeah, maybe say I'm a bit less sociable. I admire the, uh, the 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 way that cats can just ignore people and just get on with it. I think that's wonderful. <laughs> Though that being said, I'm hoping to kind of move out uh, a bit closer to work in the coming month months, um, and then I will be getting a cat because I think they're perfect, especially for apartments and units. Like, I would love to have a cat. Oh, exactly. And and I think, you you know, their their personalities then come out, and you realise that they are just as big a feature as a dog can be, even if they're not all over you all the time. Definitely. Yeah, Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. So our two dogs will stay at home with my parents, and I'll have a cat at my place, and then I will have the best of both worlds. That's very exciting, and (laughs) we all get to help you choose your new friend, Kristen. (laughs) Just one or two, I'm not going to become a hoarder. I'll try not to. And so, yeah, look, at the end of the day, both dogs and cats are amazing and they fill our lives with love. And if you are thinking about getting a new pet, animal shelters and rescue groups have so many of them in need of a new home. Um, All of the cats and dogs up for adoption at the Lost Dogs Home can be viewed online at dogshome.com. So go and find your new best friend. Indeed. Now, you would be forgiven for thinking that dogs are the only pets that can be trained. Um, but So you might actually be very surprised to hear that cats are also very smart and do like to learn a thing or two. So up next, we're going to hear from Dr. Trufina Hunter from the Lost Dogs Home, and she's going to share some tips on how you can train your cat. This is Pets Allowed on Joy 94.9. Pets Allowed on Joy 94.9 hear the words pet training a dog is probably the first thing that comes to mind but dogs aren't the only one who can master sit stay and a whole lot of other things that's right when it comes to training our feline friends are also very smart and keen to learn at uh, dogs or cats training your pet does require time and commitment but it is so very rewarding to watch them learn and grow as you teach them new skills plus training also gives you the opportunity to spend some lovely quality time bonding together now let's flash back to February this year when Dr. Trafina Hunter, Animal animal Behaviour Manager at the Lost Dogs Home, shared some tips on how to train your cat. Can you actually train a cat? Absolutely you can. Yes, cats are really trainable. What we need to do when we're training cats is just work around their motivation and their interest levels. So it's a little bit different in terms of how you engage them compared to engaging a dog to train. But the technique that you use is exactly the same and cats can learn anything. Outside of something like litter training you just said there's so many things you can teach a cat to do Mm. what are some of your favorite things that you can train a cat to do i love to train cats to come i like to train them to sit because they really like it (laughs) i often teach uh, a touch cue and that's one that you can use then to move like as effectively like a targeting uh, technique to get your cat to move around with you so most cats you know they greet each other nose to nose so Mm. if you put your finger out most cats will put their nose on your finger if you reward them every time they do that then you teach them to cut when you put your finger out they'll put their nose on your finger so then you can actually use that to get them to move around and I often would teach cats a up and down or an on and off cue as well so that you can get them to you know jump on the couch or off the couch. It's a, a nice one for, um, for getting them moving around easily. Yeah. And I like teaching cats to go to a particular place. So a lot of people when they're training dogs, train their dogs to go to their bed on cue, so you, and mat training. But you can do the same thing with a cat. So you can teach cats 
uh, to go to a particular place. And again, it's a really nice way of just being able to get your cat to move around. The reasons that I use cat training, I I like it because it's fun. It's really fun. (laughs) It's fun for owners. It's fun for the cat. And then it's useful too. So if you've got a multi-cat household and sometimes your cats get a little antsy with each other and you're trying to help manage that, Mm. if the cats know to come on cue or you can get them to touch and move them that way or you could say, you know, on your stand and the cat's going to jump up on its cat stand, then you can actually use that to manage if uh, there's a bit of social tension in the house with cats. Okay. You could also do it if you were bringing a, you know, a dog home and you wanted to be able to help help your cat with staying away from the dog. You can use it, tell the cat how to behave. With training a cat, is it similar to training a dog in terms of it's that positive reinforcement, maybe perhaps treat-based mm. kind of training? Yep, absolutely. It is exactly the same technique, so you use positive reinforcement training. Mm-hmm. Cats work for a variety of different traits depending on the cat. I use quite a lot of tuna or tuna juice. Okay. And like tiny tiny little bits of tuna or even just dipping your finger in like the tuna juice and they'll lick it off sometimes they'll you know the cheese paste or fish paste ham you gotta find the thing that your cat really likes because they are quite fuss- they, you know, they yeah. can be a bit fussy yeah. once, you've, <laughs> once you've found the thing that they like it becomes a lot easier and the, the big difference really if you if you've trained a dog before and you're thinking about training cats or mm. even if you're training your first ever cat the important thing to know is that you can't make a cat do anything we all know that (laughs) Um, we need to work within their own motivation so where a dog might be quite keen to focus and train with you for half an hour or an hour Mm. uh, a cat is unlikely to want to train with you for that long but if you find a time when the cat's likely to be engaged and often you know before a meal is a good time because they're going to be motivated to work for food and you start short so we start with a couple of minutes Cats learn really fast, so you can achieve an awful lot in a couple of minutes. <laughs> so you start with you know a few minutes training, and you'll know when your cat's done, they'll just walk away. <laughs> like, I'm done with this training for today, thanks. I'm bored now, see you later. <laughs> exactly. But what we find is if you do it regularly and you don't push them, if you just if you watch and when they look like they're losing interest, you let them fin- you know you let mm. them stop. Yeah. Um, they will build. Uh, build up a, a, an interest and they'll be able to maintain focus on training for longer. Some of the cats that I've worked with over the years that have trained uh, frequently have got to the point where they'll train really happily for 15, 20 minutes, sometimes even 30 minutes a day. Uh, and they, they stay focused and enjoy through all of that time. That was Dr. Trafina Hunter, Animal Behaviour Manager at the Lost Dogs Home, talking about training your cat. And yes, it can be done. Exactly. But one thing we can't stress enough when you are talking about pet training, whether for cats or for dogs, is you should only ever use positive reinforcement training methods. Um, And that is rewarding your pet for showing the right sort of behaviour. So make sure you never, ever punish your pet for doing something wrong or for not doing what you've asked. Punishment is not an effective method of training and can cause a lot of fear and distress to your pet. Now, if you're looking for more info or advice on training your pet, we do have lots of helpful resources on our website, dogshome.com. Or if you need to chat to someone, you can always give us a call as well, 93292755.
Now, when it's your pet's birthday, do you bake cupcakes, buy presents and sing the happy birthday song? If you do, you're definitely not alone. Up next, team members from the Lost Dogs Home and some of our fellow Joysters are going to tell us how they celebrate their pet's special day. This is Pets Allowed on Joy 94.9. We all love puppies. And kittens, of course. But no one likes unexpected surprises. Help us help reduce the number of unwanted kittens and puppies who grow into abandoned and surrendered cats and dogs. Desex your pet. July is National Desexing Month, and you can have your cat or dog desexed at a discounted rate. Find out if your local vet is involved. Visit the National Desexing Network at ndn.org.au and make a difference today. Joy is proud to support this community message. At Joy 94.9, there are approximately 300 volunteers bringing you over 75 shows, 24 hours per day, seven days a week. That's a lot of facts and figures to take in, but here's one more number for you to think about. 1-300-569-949. That's the number to call to talk to the Joy sales team about becoming a Joy sponsor. One phone call can get your business on air and online, reaching thousands of Joy listeners at a price you can afford. 1-300-JOY-949. That's 1-300-569-949. This is Pets Allowed on Joy 94.9, and today, we're flashing back to some of our favourite segments from the show. Now, birthdays are a cause for celebration and not just for us humans. Celebrating our pets' birthdays is kind of becoming pretty common these days and lots of owners give their pets presents, cakes and some even throw birthday parties. Exactly. Now, last October we celebrated Pets Allowed's third birthday so we thought that would be the perfect opportunity to find out how animal lovers celebrated their pets' special days. So now let's flash back and hear how team members from the Lost Dogs Home and our fellow Joysters celebrated their pets' birthdays. Celebrate your pet's birthday. 
shelters, so we're not sure when their birthdays are, so instead we celebrate their gotcha day, so the date when they were adopted, so they will get a special treat, usually with a scooter or a little bike or something, and a special toy as well. So Roxy likes her ropes, and Tyson likes tennis balls. Well, my cat gets a larger than he probably should, helping of um, roast sing happy birthday to them as well. They don't know what's going on, but they get they get very excited. <laughs> Well, we hope you enjoyed hearing how some of the team members from the Lost Dogs Home and fellow Joysters celebrate their pets' birthdays. I'm sure you can probably relate to some of them. Well, what about you, Kristen? Do you do anything to, to celebrate their birthdays? Yes, confession. They get presents. So they get a toy, like a tennis ball or a rope or something, and a special treat as well. But see, the thing is, it's not fair because we have two dogs. It's not fair to just give presents and a treat to one. So the other one gets it as well. So they kind of get two birthdays a year almost. But um, they were both adopted from shelters, so we don't actually know exactly when their birthdays were. So instead, we celebrate it on the day that we adopted them. Yeah, the, the gotcha day. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Which is yeah, just as special we think as as a birthday would be. No, oh, yeah, I think that's lovely. When you you do, we we just wait till Christmas because I have enough trouble remembering mine and the kids' birthdays and everything else. So we just it's a lot, isn't they, it? Yeah. So they all get a stocking at Christmas instead. Oh, and they do it that way. Gorgeous <laughs> pet stockings with lots of different toys in it, them. Well, exactly. Exactly, and we have we like sell a, a few. Um, we've got our Christmas catalogue coming out soonish. We do, and yeah, so but you can yeah, stop by and buy your uh, your pet a, a lovely gift in there. That do some wonderful dog biscuits and uh, cat treats, etc. And uh, they look lovely hanging on the tree. Absolutely. So your pet will obviously love you for it and have heaps of fun. And you know your purchase will also be supporting us in caring for homeless animals as well. So really, everyone wins. Exactly. And now we've almost reached the end of another show. Time does fly. Uh, but before we go, we're going to tell you about some of the pet-friendly and animal-themed events coming up uh, in your area. And that is up next in Dog Dates. This is Pets Aloud on Joy 94.9. Your pet's community calendar. This is Dog Dates. couple of dog dates to tell you about this week. Sharon, do you want to start off the first one? I do. It's actually a very long date. It's a, it's a whole month that we've got uh, for our first dog date. So 1st to 31st of July 2016 will be National Desexing Month. So come into the Lost Dogs Home, uh, the Frank Samways Vet Clinic at number one Boundary Road in North Melbourne and lots of other participating vet clinics around and join in with July, the National Desexing Month. So us and other clinics Clinics will be offering discounted cat and dog desexing to those that need it most. So with a with the presentation of a pension or healthcare card or concession card, you can get disca- discounted cat and dog desexing for the whole of the month of July. Prices do vary on the type and size of the animal, and we do have a price list on our website at dogshome.com. So to book or to find out more about discounted desexing this July, contact our Frank Samways Vet Clinic on 9329 and for a list of other participating vets, visit the website ndn.org.au. And our second dog date, as we mentioned uh, towards the start of the show today, is about a pop-up cat adoption event that's happening uh, in Cranbourne. So this will happen on Saturday the 30th of July from 10am until 4pm. Uh, at the Lost Dogs Home in Cranbourne, 920 Thompson's Road. So basically we do have 
more than 100 cats and kittens up for adoption. So our mobile pet care unit is heading out to Cranbourne and taking along some of these cats. Um, so we'll be having the adoption fees for adult cats and kittens and senior cats will be available to adopt for a donation. Uh, they're all health checked, desex, microchipped and vaccinated, which is all included. And it's a really good chance for us to, to get out into the community and to help them find their loving new best friends as well. So it benefits everybody. And uh, if you want to learn more uh, about our adoption candidates or about this event, visit dogshome.com. But we'll also tell you about it uh, again on next week's show. And before we go, quick reminder, our pet or pets of the week, Chevy and Waldo, two gorgeous cats who are bonded and looking for a new home together. They're up for adoption at our Compass Bay shelter and you can learn more about them at dogshome.com. Coming up next is Aaron bringing you the latest indie and alternative hits with Sass. If you missed any of the show today, you can podcast it via our profile page at joy.org.au slash pets allowed. Sharon, thanks for keeping me company today. My pleasure. Thanks for having me in, Kristen. And thank you as well to you for joining us and for listening. And don't forget to walk your dogs. And pat your cats. This is Pets Allowed on Joy 94.9. To find out more about Joy 94.9, check out joy.org.au. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.